Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tough Age is an excellent and expressive punk band currently based in Toronto, Ontario. Originally from Vancouver, Tough Age recently played some shows with Jay Arner, and both of them swung by for separate but back-to-back live radio sessions at CFRU 93.3 FM in Guelph, which were captured and mixed by the station's operations coordinator, Brian Webb. You can hear the Jay Arner session on episode 359 of this podcast, but now... We get to hear Tough Age talk about and play a bunch of new songs, mostly from their new record, Shame, which is out now via Mint Records. Sponsored by Fresh Books, Hello Fresh Canada, Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, Planet Bean Coffee, and Granddad's Donuts, this is Jared, Penny, and Jesse of Tough Age on the 360th episode of Creative Control with your host, me, Vishkana.
That was great. From their forthcoming release, Shame, that was the song reflected by Tough Age, which consists of Jared Sampson, Penny Clark, Jesse Locke. They are from Toronto. They used to be from Vancouver. And that record's going to be out on uh, Mint Records. And I want to take a second now, after talking so much, to very naturally segue into a greeting. Hello, Tough Age. Okay, oh, hey, I wasn't sure if the greeting was the greeting, but no, you yeah, got it was, we got there. That's hey. the most awkward thing I've ever done. <laughs> in a You're litany. doing pretty good then in life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very nice to have you here. Thanks for having us. Yes. Uh, thanks for dealing with quick changeover, uh, Jay Arner in a tough age. That's right. Just yeah. before you played, Jay Arner played, and now you're in there, and, and it's still kind of, I bet it's still kind of, you can feel the aura. Uh, I love their aura. Mm. Oh, it's <laughs> the best. You've been touring together quite a bit, I I can smell the hate. We, <laughs> we've, we've, we've played a lot of shows. I mean, yeah, man. Oh, he's in there now. He's over there. Oh, you can yeah. see him? Can you see him? He's, oh, o- he's, over, the he's over there with, uh, with Brian. I kind of feel like Jay Arner is omnipresent. Uh, in my existence, Jay Arner is omnipresent. Yes. I, I don't like to have Jay not involved in my life. <laughs> Greeting. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Whoa. Wow. He has that veto. Wow. On, uh, so he can just take over. I don't know how he got control One of that microphone. He'll, yeah, he'll be the I feel lead like singer. this isn't going to be my show for much longer. <laughs> no, it's great to have you here. Uh, what can you tell us about that song you just played? Uh, it's a new song. I, I don't know. That's it. That's reflected. Actually... Reflected sounds like it's, uh, you know, reflective, except also in the past. <laughs> uh, no, that song is, uh, she's saying in the room, is about uh, me and not liking myself and liking Penny and uh, wanting to be uh, more like her. So, so, so just, I want to see nice. her. Okay, so just to be clear here, Penny, it sounds like Jared has a thing for you. Just uh, like yeah. seems to be fond of you. You think? Oh, <laughs> is that fair? Uh, yeah, I, I think I picked up on that. Yeah. Are you aware of this fact? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, and what do you oh, now? If she didn't. I'd be the biggest creep in the world. <laughs> Jared, what what is it about Penny that you like so much? And what do you want? Why do you want to be more like her? Uh oh, I'm not gonna get into that on the radio. I mean, Penny is Penny and I are married. Penny is my partner, and uh, Penny's better than me, and so that's pretty much it. I'm like, Arguably, now is she better? <laughs> is she better than you at uh, anything in particular? Just living, being a human being mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, more empathetic, uh, less of a hothead. Uh, doesn't run her mouth all over town. Right, sure. Making enemies. Sure, I can. This is how I feel about my wife. I feel like she is <laughs> a much better person than I am. And I, and I, do you, Jared? Do you ever think like, how? Why is this even happening? No, I think, uh, frankly, I deserve it. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I see. I can that's see. That's why I have a... I that's the same as Jesse, like, or anyone we play with, like, Loran or Kate. Kate, who uh, is in Jay Arner, played drums in Tough Age as well, back yes. here on the West Coast. Uh, I only want people around me who uh, are better than me. It's sort of like you you look better and you get better by comparison. So I just want to be with people who I think a lot of, I think highly of. Right. So just to be clear, you're a little insecure about your own being, but you feel like you deserve... The best in life from the people around you. I think I'm lucky to have the best in life from around me. I don't think I deserve anything. Uh, that's what the that's album not what Shame you said is moments about. Moments ago, moments ago, yeah. you said yeah, you but deserve. that was that was called ego. I was oh, like, it was I a see. moment of pretending. Okay. I was okay. inhabiting a character. I understand now. I understand. Sorry, it's a hard. It's sometimes subtle. We're in different rooms. You he know. was answering as I would have. Right, <laughs> Penny. Did, oh, sorry, Jared. Did you write that song? Yes. Principally, like the lyrics? Uh, yeah, I write most of the stuff. I wrote the lyrics. I wrote the music. Okay. Uh, there's uh, a couple of songs now Penny writes, or some songs that we wrote together. But Yes, yeah. because of the change in configuration of the band a little bit as well. Is that why Penny's writing more? Penny, is that, is that why you're writing more? 
uh, I guess. I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. I think just more so it was like the change was just let's try something different. Uh, it isn't speaking like anyone. Like now we're in the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I should have let other people do more stuff before. It's sort of just growth. <laughs> we're talking about realizing like, oh, yeah, maybe it's more interesting to have the other people contribute more than just being especially when they're really interesting people who you think a lot of instead yes. of just being like no me yes that song's about dark hawk <laughs> <laughs> uh penny or jesse do you have a take on reflected do you have a take on what jared might be saying in that song i'm just curious sometimes uh you might have a perspective on a song even though you're playing it you might have a perspective on the song that the the, the songwriter doesn't. What, could either of you speak to what you think is going on in that song? Yeah, I think the sweet contemplative nature of the song really signals the fact that this is our third mature LP. <laughs> are you just reviewing? You are. You He's are reading pre, that off a of paper. You are pre-reviewing your own album. That was amazing. Is that that's going to be the Pitchfork review? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, the Pitchfork review will be this is trash. Four point two worst new music. <laughs> the Pitchfork review will be this album is out. <laughs> that is yeah our Pitchfork experience is on the list of like well this album's coming out and then every now and then Shake Appeal's like I guess you could listen to Tough Age <laughs> you've, you've had a you feel like you've, you're have you not you're like the Rodney Dangerfield of Toronto punk rock bands you're not getting the respect you deserve <laughs> that's exactly it yeah. that's how that's what it is yeah oh, that, you saw right through me I just I knew where, where you were coming from on that one can't wait for rapping Rodney <laughs> Jared's version <laughs> alright why don't we go to another song what would you like to play next Cool, sure. Uh, we're just going to keep playing songs from the new record. This is a song with a very abstract title called Piquant Freeze. All right, here we go. Nice one. That was a short one. That was uh, Piquant Freeze from the uh, new Tough Age album, Shame. How did that feel for you? Oh, I mean, it fits right on. It's all good. <laughs> Wearing a nice shirt. I feel like, I don't know if I'm hearing things, but I feel like the, this this phrase cocaine haze has come up a, more than once. Am I wrong? Uh, not that specifically, but I have talked about... There's a song on the first record called Cocaine Vouchers. Yes. Which was a derisive song about Vancouver. 
because uh, that's what uh, me and my friend David uh, he used to run Zoo Shop, and I had a band with him called Shipyards. We talk about that, like paying the bands out. They'd be like, "How much money? We need the money." And we're like, "Yeah, those guys are just may as well be like, how many cocaine vouchers do we get for the show tonight?" <laughs> Do we get two? Four? <laughs> I was like, ugh. Did, uh, uh, Jared I, announced that song at a show one time, and he was like, this next song's about cocaine. And the people were like, yeah. He was like, and how much it sucks. And they were like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like this Roots Rock band, and they all went outside for the duration of the song. Oh, so like, Coke! And I was like, Coke's the stupidest drug on the planet. I'm, like, so, oh. na- I'm so naive about such things that I, I don't even realize that's a thing. Like, that people are still, you know. This very amp I have in here, I used to practice in a... Under like uh, after hours venue in Vancouver, uh, that was also sort of a coke den, oh. uh, and so they would sometimes just let people into our jam space. Uh, and so I came in one time to get my cymbals because we were playing the show, and someone was just doing coke off of my amp. Wow! I was like, that's great. Wow, <laughs> cool. that's I'm I going mean, across the border in a month. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> that's not that's not good. So yeah, you are from uh, the uh, drug infested. Hellhole that is Vancouver, British. No, I'm just kidding. I know you've moved from Vancouver, right? Yes. Uh, we Penny and I moved to Toronto a few years ago. Right. And how did this band come together in Vancouver initially? Uh, I had another band that broke up, and Penny and I started dating, and Penny hadn't been in a band before. I was like, let's start a band. And then our friend Loren, uh, who played bass in the band, had just moved to Vancouver from Victoria, and I had played with Loren's bands before in victoria and i was just like she's the coolest human being she should be in this band right so then we got her in the band and then our friend chris martell was kicking around and he's a great drummer he's very like he's a Minuteman cover band with it yeah i'd done a, oh. a Minuteman cover band for halloween with him but i played with him a few times before that and then we just got him and we we're like let's do a band did you play uh did you play d boone jared oh of course yes you got a bit of a d boone thing happening don't you, do you think? <laughs> i i love d boone i mean d boone when i was a kid uh and i saw a photo of him I was like, oh, fat people can like good music. <laughs> this is great. No, I, I was actually referring to your style as a, oh, thank you. as a guitar player, as a, as a singer even. I, fla- I mean, I, I play a Telecaster. I played a Telecaster Deluxe for a long time because D. Boone played one. Right. I turned my te- treble way up and uh, my bass way down, but I've turned the middle up in recent years to not murder people. Uh, but yeah, I love D. Boone. I think like a lot of what I do, I'm t- I'm trying to do something like him. Right. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. No, and 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 so Penny, uh, I understand that you recently switched to bass. Is that correct? That's right. From what? Guitar. Oh, you Rhythm also guitar. played guitar in the band. We used to be a four piece. Yeah, four piece. So. Okay. And and Penny, you learned to play bass ostensibly uh, in during the making of Shame, right? Yeah. Yeah. How has that gone for you? Oh, terrific. <laughs> Thank you for asking. The proof is in the pudding. <laughs> well, were there many? Was it a challenging instrument to take up after guitar? Um, at first it was. Now I really like it. What do you What do you like about it? I mean, in some ways you have to do less. In some ways you have to do more. Right? Uh, yeah, I suppose. I suppose so. Is that right? Am <laughs> I? I'm I'm a, I'm not a bass player myself. I'm trying to just give people who aren't musically inclined a sense of the difference because we hear this from time to time that a musician will go from uh, guitar and bass and they interchange and there's a bit of a an adjustment period but uh you get to be creative in a different way with the bass than with guitar i think right it's interesting to explore right and yeah. and and how much less claypool have you been listening to <laughs> i don't know penny doesn't know who that is i don't even know who that is okay was, uh, the I weird thing about that though really is like penny is a great guitar player and i'm a terrible guitar player Oh. Uh, but I'm a very good bass player. Like I was a bass player in all the bands before my own because I only switched to guitar because 
I didn't think they sounded right if other people were playing them. Oh, but I'm not a like I I love playing the bass. Uh, so naturally we could have stayed. But uh, I, Penny's a very natural musician. I think uh, Penny and Jesse were also both in Century Palm, right? Another band together, and Penny played synth in that band. And then plays guitar still in the Chandra band that Jesse also plays drums in. Oh, wow. They're in a lot of bands together. So it's for, it's conceivable that at some point, Jared, you and Penny might swap? Uh, that's going to happen in Today, five to 12 day. minutes. Oh, in, uh, during oh during this set? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we'll look forward We're to that. Try it wow. for the first okay. time. <laughs> no, come on. Not the first time. Another Creative Control exclusive. <laughs> no, we've been doing that. There's We put out a seven inch in the summer, and there's two songs that Penny wrote. Uh, in her old band, The Drearies, that we sort of took into this band, where she plays the guitar and I play bass on those tracks. Right. And then on the record, the song Ghost is the same thing. Um, Penny plays guitar and I play bass on that as well. Oh, I, I see. Okay. And that might be one of the songs coming up? Mm, you, oh, yeah. Sneak peek. I'm really on to it. I, I'm like, I'm trying to stay on top of everything right now. You're doing a great job. Thank you very much. It's nice to have you here. It really is. It's a pleasure. You're playing inside our the CFRU Vinyl Library, which mm-hmm. that's got to be kind of comforting, right? Uh, it sort of looks like my house used to before I realized I was going to die under a stack of records. So <laughs> it's nice to be back, but still, I'm like, I like walked in and checked the stability of the shelves. <laughs> yeah, that seems fair. That seems like a fair thing to do. Fair thing to assess. Okay, why don't we, if you're ready, do you want to play another song? Yeah, let's we'll, do it. What would you like to play? Uh, let's, okay, well, uh, we'll play a song Penny Sings, but plays bass on. Uh, a song called Mean single. Glue, our hit single. This is the first sort of release from the record, right? <laughs> yeah, he put it up in Consequence of Sound in premiering it, uh, which was super nice of them, and they actually like wrote about it, which was lovely, instead of just uh, copying and pasting a press release. Right. Uh, it was great, but uh, they're like, they're new hit singles, because we did like an influences thing. It's like, exploring the origins of their hit singles. And, well, this is a little premature, and <laughs> history does not bear out that that's going to happen. <laughs> Who are some of the influences, just so we know, that you uh, had to cite for this piece, I mean? Uh, it was what? The urinals. Yeah, the urinals. Uh, and I was accidentally influenced by a Neil Hurt drum fill. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I didn't mean to be influenced by it, but it just kind of seeped into my brain. Oh, a Neil, is there a particular Rush song that you're thinking of? Yeah, Fly By Night. <laughs> so you accidentally play the drum fill from Fly By Night during this song that we're about to hear. Me yes, and exactly. So, yeah. My friend Craig pointed this out. He's like, hey, Fly By Night. Like, <laughs> are you, oh, are okay. you ordinarily, are you, are you, do you consider yourself a Rush fan? I have admiration for Rush, but okay. I'm not exactly a fan. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I, I think we've heard more than enough. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's hear this song. This is uh, Tough Age, live at the uh, CFRU uh, studios here in uh, Guelph, Ontario, with a, a brand new song from their album, Shame. This is Me in Glue.
That was Tough Age Live on Creative Control in the uh, CFRU studios. Brand new song from their uh, album, Shame, which will be out digitally on October 6th and physically October 20th, courtesy of Mint Records. That was Me in Glue, as sung by Penny Clark. Uh, Penny, thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Do you ever get thanks directly after you've played a song? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. No, not usually right afterwards. Right after no one's like, thank you, Penny. Penny, Penny, that was excellent. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) It might have. It might have happened. You may not hear it in the crowd. Um, You know, when I hear a, a band like you guys sing a song about glue, I can't help but think of the Ramones. That's just my reference point, because they used to sing a lot about glue, it felt like. They're true, but they really wanted to sniff some. Right. Whereas uh, we uh, we don't want to be stuck like you're in it. It's oh. metaphorical glue instead of huffing glue. I see. I think they're, they're in different aisles. Yes, they are, de- they are definitely. <laughs> if you go down to the staples, you'll have to go to the different part of the store. Yeah. Penny, they're like, what? yeah, do you have the, sorry, do you have the metaphorical glue anywhere here? And the guy working there is like, buddy, I it's right here. <laughs> huh? Yeah, that was uh, good. Yes. Jared, that was good. Yes. Thank oh, you. I, I felt uh, transported by what you just I'll said. I'll be here all week. Thanks, yes. folks. Very, very well done. Penny, what can you tell me about uh, the song Me in Glue? What did, What were you feeling stuck in? I mean, obviously glue. Oh, man, I've ruined everything. What? Tell me about this <laughs> metaphor. Well, uh, I was feeling really bad at that point in time. And, uh, well, Jared wrote this really cool song, but he didn't have any words or uh, melody for it. And so he's, I said I could take a, a crack at it. And uh, so I wrote this, and then I had to come up with some words before we could record it. And so I just wrote about how I was feeling at the time, um, even though I was starting to feel a bit better at that point. Uh, so I called it Me and Glue because then I would have to, just by putting it in the song, I would have to revisit this bad time in my life because I'd have to keep singing about it <laughs> you know, when I might want to just move past it. <laughs> That's an interesting thing, right? Because people uh, assume that when a songwriter writes a song about some issue they're going through that it's a therapeutic exercise. But yeah, then the songwriter has to relive that experience in some small way uh, potentially every night when they play the song. That is a weird part of it. I think that's what, when I write songs like that, that's why I do it because I don't, I don't think therapeutic is almost like people are treating like the things they've done. Uh, like you're going into a, a sauna and you're just going to sweat it out and be like, oh, I'm great now. Well, conscious cleared. I can walk through life. Whereas I write songs about things that haunt me so that I have to constantly be confronted with them and remember uh, all the bad things about me and that 
that exists as part of yourself. Yeah, but certainly at some point you want to let go of that negativity, right? I think you let go of the direct negativity, but I think not forgetting not forgetting your actions is a really important step in holding yourself accountable going forward. Oh, no, it's the key mm. to self-awareness, too. Yeah. Because you're not going to improve if you jettison something bad. It, that, yeah. All of this stuff, you know, the cliche is it builds character. <laughs> but I think that's actually sort of true. It's mm. like if you insulate yourself from any criticism, then you're not going to be a better person. Even though you might do so, you might insulate as a self-defense mechanism, right? To, well, yeah. To well, sort of keep yourself going. For me, it was like, uh, I mean, as Jarrett was saying, I'm not as negative as he is in my daily life. And so the, you, if you're trying to be positive, uh, you can feel like you can't really talk about the things that are bothering you, but you can sing about them because that's rock and roll. So <laughs> so it's kind of nice in that way. Right. You're an artist. You're, you're an, yeah, artist. an artist. You're supposed to express Very yourself. Sensitive. You're not supposed to repress all of these feelings and... <laughs> And whatnot. Does this um, line of conversation? Does this is this a nice segue into the the notion of this record being called Shame? Uh, why why did you decide you would uh, you know put all these songs under the umbrella of this notion of shame? Uh, it, for me, it, it is this batch. Uh, we wrote and recorded a lot of songs, and then ended up cutting a lot down to this record uh, just because. That's what it felt like. So it's like twenty songs. <laughs> it's eight songs. You had twenty songs and you pared it down to eight. Is we that had what like you fifteen or something 15, like okay. that? Yeah. And just a lot of like recorded songs that we just were like, uh, "This isn't right." And then we ended up recording some other ones that felt uh, more right last minute. Right. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. For me, that was what I was exploring. There was a lot going on for me in whether this band would even keep going for a long time. Obviously, with the relocation and whether it felt right to be Tough Age uh, with a different lineup. Uh, and it was a lot of like me looking at myself, wanting to quit, wanting to go forward. And then it just sort of, I mean, my songs are always about that. It's funny. Sometimes people are like, oh, you're so, you're just like a fun band. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> no, I, I often worry that we're way too serious. Uh, and yeah, the, the way this record is structured when it comes out is the A side is all sort of like the, the song, like the songs people be like, oh, I love this song. And the B side is still, I hope that way, but it's just a bummer. Oh. And so even in the art. The title is not on the front cover. The title is just on the back cover. Right. Um, Patrick Kyle, this amazing comics artist, did our cover art. And so the back is just shame. Uh, and the B side of the record is exploring that entire theme. It's just a whole, like, it's like a shame suite. Uh, and yeah, so the title track is shame, and it's sort of directly what we were talking about is but, that song. But, sorry, is the shame, it's shame you are feeling? Or is it shame in a societal sense? This is in my sense. It's a personal. I, I, I don't. I only write personal songs that I guess like still bleeds into what's going on, but uh, it was about me. Okay. So it's about exactly what I was talking about, not letting yourself off the hook for your past actions and keeping them with you to remind yourself that you're you're still garbage in some way. That's an important way to not be garbage. Yeah, anymore. because the only way to not be garbage is to know that you're garbage and you can try <laughs> yeah. not to be garbage anymore. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah, sort of exactly what you're talking about. That's what, for me... The B side of the record, especially, was exploring, but is sort of just uh, was the overall uh, juxtapose against sort of like the colorful imagery and like, oh, we have pop songs, but they're all sort of downers. Yeah. Okay. And Tough Age, what came together in what twenty twelve or something? Thirteen. Twenty twelve, I think. Yeah. It? You came together twenty twelve. Released yeah. a record twenty thirteen or something. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Right, the first one, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And so you wanted you just because you, you sorry, what prompted the move? Did we did we cover that? Why did you Why did you and Penny move to Toronto? Uh, I mean, just I'm, change. I'm from Vancouver, yeah. 
like I I don't know. I find most people move to Vancouver, go to school or something, and I'm from Vancouver, uh, and so I'd only lived there. And I was 30 years old. Uh, I don't think that's anything you necessarily do. And a lot of like what was going on in our life outside of the band seemed really stuck uh, or we couldn't progress. So it's just like a change of scenery. Uh, okay. And then Penny had gotten a job working at the NCRA in Ottawa. Uh, and we were going to maybe move to Ottawa. But I... Jared <laughs> <laughs> wanted to move to a big city. Big city guy. <laughs> oh, really? I love Ottawa, but I just didn't know. I don't work for the government, so I didn't know what I was going to do there. Right, um, right. And Toronto, a lot of our friends are already there. Like Jesse was there, and Paul uh, Lawton was there, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. Andrew, uh, like all of Century Palm, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of other friends. And so we had people we knew there, and uh, Penny's family is from out there. So more, mm-hmm. like people we knew, it wasn't going in blind. Like a lot of friends in the city. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, we're glad you're here in Ontario. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't oh, I didn't like, take uh, it that way. No, I wasn't like, when are you guys, so you're here, when are you leaving? I wasn't like that. <laughs> when are you on your way back? Uh, what are we going to hear? Do you want to do another song? Are you ready? Sure. Okay, what, would you, what do you want to play? Uh, do Unclean? Unclean again, another song from Shame. Is that the Yeah, we're, we're just, no, we don't, we're, it's all new. Sorry, no old songs. No old songs, okay. We, it's like Wire, you know, Wire wouldn't play Pink Flag anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, except there isn't a Tough Age cover band, so we can't bring <laughs> anyone on tour with us. And if there is, God, you should get out of that game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's hear Unclean. You okay with that?
That was amazing. That was Tough Age with Unclean from their new album, Shame, that was uh, performed live right in front of me here (laughs) at the uh, CFRU studios. This is Creative Control, and uh, that was a heavy one. I really enjoyed that one. Thanks. That's Yeah, I I like that one. We like that one. Yeah, Yeah, it's a fun one to play. It's a fun one to play. Oh, by the way, Jesse, fantastic drumming on that one, if I might say. Oh, hey, thanks. I don't usually like to single uh, any particular musician out because it makes the other one self-conscious, but I'm a drummer. And uh, I like to make the drummers feel better about themselves than everyone else. <laughs> Thanks. I have a lot of shame, so I need the help. You have a lot of shame. That was a clever pun on the album title. That was a nice, subtle promo. Good job. <laughs> I've been trying to do shameless self-promo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was uh, lovely. I see that uh, from my vantage point, it would look like that uh, it looks like Jared and Penny are switching. Yeah, we're very gracefully switching instruments. Yeah. There you go. You've almost got it done. I just want to... I had one question because the line uh, struck me. Never meant to see you cry. Tell me what... Where, that, 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 that one got to me a little bit. What, what is oh. that? Where did that come from? Uh, yeah, I think like the idea of that song is more like you're not... I don't know. Like it's, it's not saying this is right. It's just in the song. Uh, not, they're not sad about making anyone cry. They're only sad that they had to deal with uh, witnessing it, with seeing the repercussions right. of their actions. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's what comes across. It's a loaded, uh, evocative line, if I might say. Oh, I, thank you. Sorry to do this. Uh, I'm picking up parts of what you're saying thing. But, it's fine. Uh, I love it, actually. Uh, <laughs> I'm always embarrassed because I, like, I think a lot about my dumb songs. Yeah. So I put a lot of thought so I could... I could really explain any lyric, so I'm actually thrilled because nobody ever asked me, and you can't volunteer it. 
you just feel like a jerk. No, you could. You could just, you know, hey, you know what my song's about? You could just go <laughs> up to people randomly. Yeah, that's you just walk into a party and be like, yeah, the song I wrote, uh, let me tell you about it. That's, you know, like, a, that's like a guy you know at a party my... uh, who's going to just play a Neutral Milk Hotel song <laughs> on acoustic. Right. Yeah, that's what I do after. Be like, so anyways, that's my song about then. My Daddy, please hear And like, everybody's happy. <laughs> Everyone loves that guy. My yeah. new favorite thing is when I go into a store, I ask a fellow customer where something is, and when they tell me they don't work there, I'm like, that doesn't matter. I just want to know if you know. Like, I, I'm just doing a survey, and they get really upset, and then I wander off. It's hard to get upset with someone when they have two two kids in their car and they're bothering you, you know. So well, I have, at least not externally. You yes, have exactly. To they have to be up. like, oh, <laughs> and then I walk away. <laughs> just a, it's just a little thing I do. You can try it at home or at the store. Don't. I try have it at no home. kids, so if I did it, there would be a lot of steps uh, <laughs> that wouldn't be frowned upon at best. Well, unfortunately, we're running out of time here, so we have to uh, wrap up shortly. We have time, I believe, for one more. Sure. Song. Uh, do you? Can you tell uh, tell me what you're going to play? Uh, Penny, what do you want to play? Uh, maybe I'll just do Guess Not then. Sure. What, sorry, I missed that. What are we playing? Uh, uh, it's called Guess Not, and Ge- uh, this was one of the songs that I wrote for my other band, The Drews, that doesn't exist anymore, and now it's a tough age song. Right, and this was a uh, this was released as a on a seven inch single. Uh, in the summertime, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. June, right? Okay. And is there anything you want to tell us about Guess Not before you play it? Uh, don't be a bad guy. Be nice to people. Man, yeah, we're, we're really, really, really fun band. <laughs> no, no, it's good. These are important messages. Fun. Message. I know, but it's fun, feel good, not serious. <laughs> yeah. No, it's important. It's important to remind people of these things. All right. Well, listen. Before you play the song, I just want to say. Uh, to to you, Jared, Penny, and Jesse, thank you so much for being on this show and coming down to see for you and playing your songs and talking to me. Well, oh, thank you thank so you much for having us. Uh, time. I can't say any time because that would be overextending, but most times we'd be <laughs> glad to. It's been a delight. Thanks for having us. Fish. Excellent. All right. Well, this is uh, Tough Age uh, from a recent uh, single. Again, look out for their new album, Shame, which is out on Mint Records uh, October 6th, I believe, uh, digitally, and then October 20th uh, uh, everywhere else uh, on physical uh, platforms or whatever. And go to mintrex.com for more information. But yes, here they are. Tough Age with Guess Not. That was the whole thing? Oh, man. That was, that was amazing. <laughs> that was so quick. You want to do one more? You got time for one more if you really want. Sure. Yeah, like we got two minutes. We'll do another Penny one. What are we going to hear? Not that bad. Let's do that. Yeah. It's quick. Oh. <laughs> it's short, too. Don't worry. <laughs>
Not that bad at all. Not that bad at all. Tough Age, thank you so much. Thanks so much. Uh, real pleasure. Thanks so much. <laughs> Very nice to have Jared, Penny, and Jesse of Tough Age on the 360th episode of Creative Control, which is part of the Antica Podcast Network and is available on iTunes, Audio Boom, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Overcast, among many, many other podcast platforms. If you can't find an episode you're looking for, or if you wish to learn more about me, please visit my website, vishkana.com. You can like Creative Control on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter, at vishcreative, or follow me, at vishkana. Listen to a radio show version of Creative Control on Wednesdays at noon Eastern Standard Time around the world, cfru.ca, or on an actual radio at 93.3 FM if you're in or near Guelph. Also, please consider visiting patreon.com slash Control to make a flexible monthly donation to keep this podcast going. This episode would not be possible without our sponsors, Pizza Trocadero, whom you can call for pickup or delivery in Guelph at 519-829-2444. Visit trocaderoguelph.ca for more information. The Bookshelf, an independently owned bookstore, bar, music venue, and movie theater located at 41 Quebec Street in Guelph. Learn more about them at bookshelf.ca. Planet Bean, freshly roasted, fair trade, certified organic coffee, for more info, visit planetbeancoffee.com. Granddad's Donuts, located at 574 James Street North in Hamilton, Ontario. Visit granddads.ca for more information about the best donuts you'll ever eat. Hey, to have a whole meal's worth of uh, ingredients delivered right to your Canadian home, visit hellofresh.ca and use the promo code CREATIVE50 for 50% off your first order. And FreshBooks, a cloud accounting software for small business owners. Try it free for 30 days. Go to freshbooks.com slash creative control. And in the how did you hear about us section, enter creative control. That's creative with a K and control with a K. Try it out. Let me know how it goes. I'm curious. All right, that's it. Thanks again to Brian Webb for uh, uh, recording everything and, and transmitting this broadcast into the into the air. And land wherever it went, he he helped, and it, it means a lot. Thanks, Brian, and thanks again to Tough Age and the people at Mint Records. Uh, that's all I have to say for now. I will talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening. Goodbye for now. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.